0: Welcome, one and all, to episode 340 of the SLS Cast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the drug pricing program episode of the SLS Cast because it turns out that back in 1992, the U.S. federal government created a program that requires drug manufacturers to provide outpatient drugs to eligible healthcare organizations and covered entities at a significantly reduced price. That program is called the 340... B drug discount program of that wonderful little bit of federal government drug discount pricing knowledge, I, of course, am Matt. And coming to us all the way from the great white north would be Blaine. Hey there, Blaine. How you doing, sir?
1: Not bad. Every time I come to that, I keep thinking, I'm like, all right. And the line is Tim, but I'm not Tim.
0: No, no, you are not Tim. You are very, although I do
1: wish. I do wish I was Tim sometimes.
0: Hey. Most of the time. You know, so for for those who are not in the know, as it were, as you listen to this episode, uh, Tim is actually on his honeymoon, and he is uh, going through Italy and all these wonderful places. So right now, I think most everybody would like to be Tim. Uh, He's newly minted as a hubby. He's got a fantastic fully upgraded significant other he's just had a spectacular wedding and now he's traipsing through italy um yeah i would imagine that he has a great head of
1: hair and you could just get lost in those eyes of his you know
0: as someone who has on more than one occasion (laughs) i agree fully agree so uh, yes tim's a good looking guy i don't care what nobody says he he is indeed he is at that. So we thank we thank Blaine of course for helping us out uh, and and being here. And of course this is our we're, we're just continuing on with our last Batman standing. Are we not, sir? Yes, we are. And but before we get into that, because obviously we since it's a special discussions thing, we have to get the weird announcer dude uh, out of his cage. I mean, call him over. Um, and, and before we do all that. How the hell are you?
1: Me? Let me tell you, if I were any happier, I'd have to sit on my hands to keep from clapping. How are you?
0: Buddy, I am so happy I am beside myself. You know, that actually reminds me of a funny little gig. Do you remember an old television program? Uh, Now, it may have aired in Canada, but it it may not have. Uh, Although, with the proliferation of old game shows on things like Game Show Network and the Internet... You may have heard of this. Did you ever hear of a television program, game show called Tic Tac Doe? Tic
1: Tac Doe, as in doe, a deer, a female deer?
0: No, as in doe, the green stuff, colloquially known as money.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, no. No, I have not heard of Tic Tac Doe.
0: Okay, well... It is, a, it is a program where... Uh, well, have you ever heard of Hollywood Squares?
1: Yes, that okay. I have heard
0: of. Th- okay, so think of kind of a similar concept where you're trying to win a tic-tac-toe game uh, by answering questions, and then the questions have dollar amounts, and then you, you know, first person who gets the X's or the O's wins, right? Okay. Um. And, it, but... But it's just kind of a head to head concept, whereas the Hollywood squares have you know Hollywood celebrities sitting in the squares they you're just literally competing on a game board, right Like like a list celebrities well, like mean, in
1: their prime celebrities
0: back back for Hollywood squares? I would say you were be I would say at worst, B plus.
1: I know. Lists Hollywood Squares... Hollywood Squares kind
0: of... It, it just depended on the ebb and flow of the show. If the show was really hot, then they would get those big celebrities. And if the show started to ebb, then not so much, right?
1: See, and I always thought those shows were like community service. Like, you got in trouble so you had to go <laughs> to Hollywood Squares to, you know...
0: It is entirely possible. <laughs> but um, but but with the Tic-Tac-Toe, uh, they would occasionally have... A, uh, a celebrity guest play for a charity or something like that. Right. And one of the very first times I really remember watching this TV show when I was a kid, Ernest was on Ernest P. Yes. Okay. So it's Jim Varney. He's up there and he's dressed as Ernest. I, I don't know if he was there to promote a movie or just, I don't know, just cause they wanted some extra production out of him or something. Um, or promotion out of him. But he literally uses the phrase at the beginning of the show. They're like, oh, so how are you doing, Mr. Varney? Good to see you. He's like, I am so happy to be here that I am beside myself. And he takes a freaking like picture of himself out of his pocket and unfolds it and holds it up next to himself. And he's making the same stupid cheesy grin with the cap on <laughs> in the photo as he is. And that is all I ever think of now, for <laughs> th- at this point, probably about thirty six years that I think of when i when I think of i 'm so happy i 'm beside myself, and not for nothing, but that totally took like four minutes to tell isn't that great that's great that's great i and I enjoyed the story at least one person did, and that's all that 's important <laughs> Anyway. For some
1: reason, the line that popped into my head is like, "Oh yeah, from Mars Attacks." I was kind of going to steal that. Like you know, at least one person liked the story, and that ain't <laughs> bad.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, indeed. All right. Well, uh, so nothing new and exciting happening in the world of Blaine that, uh, we, that you'd like to talk about before we delve in. Uh, my in-laws are coming
1: over tonight.
0: Well, you'll have to let us know how that was. I think you already know how it's going to go. Yes, but, but but we don't know yet because <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. But it will have happened.
1: I got whiskey. I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, <laughs> yes, I've been getting into um, some really good whiskeys and scotches as of late. Um, are you familiar with Laphroaig?
1: I think I've heard of it
0: it is really really good it's uh do you do you like scotch at all
1: i, I mean, don't so scotch whiskey no.
0: right whiskey scotch whiskey no, scotch. I, I mean it's yeah, all the time. i don't think
1: I, I delve into the scotch i'm more of a i'm more of a whiskey cocktail kind of guy and scotch kind of seems to be more of a straight up
0: it is i have i i, I don't generally do it neat i will usually do it on the rocks myself mm-hmm. and I have gotten into now, uh, and I'm a really big fan of heavily peated scotches, right? Because you have your you have your regular Scotch whiskies, you got your blended whiskies, blended scotches, where they take whiskey and Scotch blended together. Uh, and then you've got your Scotch whiskey. Then you have the uh, the peated scotches, right? And they're all single malt. They're all generally aged for ten to twelve years, what have you. And the Laphroaig Ten is a heavily peated Scotch. And the thing that makes Scotch Scotch is that they will generally use, aside from it being made in Scotland, <laughs> in specific areas I... of Scotland, where that—that's why that's how they kind of you know it—it's it, got to be sourced in order that. Much like champagne, you cannot get champagne from anywhere else than the champagne region of France. Uh, you, if you get it from anywhere else, it's a brute, uh, because it has to be sourced from there. And I,
1: I believe bourbon only comes from a certain part of America as well.
0: Correct. Very, yeah. It's a simple, yeah. That's why you'll see a bourbon whiskey or whatever, but generally with bourbons, you you'll really see that from like Kentucky, Tennessee, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, and I'm sure my liver is thanking me for all of this knowledge, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, We're it not was,
1: alcoholics, I swear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <clears throat> because alcoholics go to meetings, anyway. Um, exactly. That's right. No, but uh, so with the thing with the scotches though is that you can get you get into really good flavors and stuff with just your scotch or even uh, blended scotch whiskeys. But when it gets into peated scotches, they start they they really enhance. They're using peat moss as okay. the fuel to smoke the barley or grains or whatever they're going to be used to uh, be distilled into the scotch. And you can and, and depending on how heavily peated it is will affect the smokiness of the drink. And so what I, with Le, LeFroig is one of the smokiest that I've ever had. And I actually just got another one last night, too, but I, I cannot think of the name off the top of my head. And but with the Lafleurig, it's amazing. It is literally this is the best way I can describe it. When you drink it, it is literally like a barbecue in your mouth.
1: I understand that. I had uh, we this one hotel me and the wife stayed at. They had a, like a proper whiskey bar mm-hmm. slash restaurant in the main floor. I had to laugh. They had whiskey infused ketchup. And my wife's like, "Wow, that's so impressive." I'm like, "You know how they do that, right?" She's like, "No." And I showed her a ketchup bottle, and I showed her a shot of whiskey, and I'm like, "They pour this in here and shake." <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. But um, no, it was the uh, I've had Old Fashions before, but they're especially these Old Fashions, and you know, you pick the four things, you pick your whiskey. Now they had uh, two tiers of whiskey, and I just wasn't ready to buy a twenty five dollar drink, so I bought a fifteen dollar drink. <laughs> I forget what kind of whiskey it was, but um, you got to choose your smoke, your sweet, and your bitter, right? Okay. And so I didn't know what they meant by smoke, but what they did was I picked – I can't remember what I picked. Oak, whatever. I I have this all on video somewhere, so I know what I picked. But for the smoke, what they did was they they brought out a block of wood. They smacked that fucker with the – blowtorch until it was you know smoking and then they put the glass over it upside down and so you get that smoky flavor they had the big uh single cylinder ice cubes like bigger than a golf ball
0: right right Uh, sphere sphere is
1: the word cylinder is something totally different i don't know i knew what you were going on
0: (laughs) The, the, the 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 big one now like they have those big spheres but the big one now is the big huge um block like it's It's Mm, probably mm. about a a two-and-a-half-inch square block to drop into the glass. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I enjoy that. And then I think I picked, like, oh, I forget. Uh, Some kind of French vanilla sugar or, like, it was a a properly sourced. No, I used a chili sugar. That's right. It was, like, a vanilla chili pepper sugar. And then, uh, I don't know, rhubarb bitters or something. But, like. My whole point was when I hear you talk about Scotch, it makes me want to go back to that place and get a, you know, $15, maybe even a $25 old fashioned.
0: Well, I would highly recommend the, I want to say U.S. I mean, and it's a great price point, too, because it was less than 40 U.S. Right on. For, for a fifth of the Le, Lafrague Le, 10. And I mean, but yeah, so you get it. And then it's like this just complete barbecue in your mouth. It is complete. That's just, you're overwhelmed with like the smokiness flavor and everything. And then, and then as you get it down, then the smokiness goes away. And on the back end is this kind of like little citrusy sweet touch of vanilla on it. And you're just getting all these different complex flavors going through your palate. It's just, it's great. And uh, it
1: sounds like the type of thing that Rick flag would order in a bar.
0: It is probably the exact (laughs) kind of thing that Rick Flagg would order in a bar. Coincidentally, uh, played by Joel Kinnaman, in case you didn't know that. Not
1: Scott Eastwood, like I told my wife. (laughs) Now I have to go downstairs. She's like, Scott Eastwood was in this? Because she came down halfway through watching it. The credits were going. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he was Rick Flagg. Oh, yeah, no, I totally see it now. And it wasn't. So,
0: Yeah, um, that that is true. That is true. Now I'm I'm
1: not the movie book guy. Okay. That's okay.
0: That's okay. But uh, I would recommend a really, really good blended Scotch whiskey uh, to try. I think it's a great step into moving into the Scotch world, especially as someone who likes whiskey and whiskey cocktails. Try Monkey Shoulder. Monkey Shoulder. Yes, I know. Interesting name, weird name. It literally has three monkeys emblazoned in a little uh, kind of a pewter, kind of like a little pewter pin thing, kind of on the bottle, and it's just three monkeys all on top of their shoulders, and it's really good, really, really good, it's a great, smooth, um, blended Scotch whiskey, and also, I want to say about 40-ish US, so probably not uh, too expensive.
1: 100k Canadian, I think that's where our dollar sat.
0: <laughs> I didn't I didn't think it was that bad, but... Uh, okay, it's
1: probably not that bad. It's not as bad as the peso, but... Uh, I don't know, some but days... But is it
0: ever? That's the question. True. <sighs> at any rate, so I suppose without further ado, now that we've bored everyone to tears with all of our whiskey talk...
1: Now let's bore them to death with our Suicide Squad talk. <laughs>
0: Then, I guess without further ado, let us pull the weird announcer dude out and uh, get into it.
2: Welcome to Discussions with Matt and Tim. This time on Discussions with Matt and Tim, we will be replacing Tim with Blaine again for the continuation in the series Last Batman Standing, this time covering 2016's Suicide Squad. And now discussions with Matt and Tim featuring Blaine.
0: Thank you, weird announcer dude. I uh, appreciate that. Very succinct this time. Normally you like to drag things out. I appreciate that you didn't. And uh, as we have alluded to several times, Blaine, uh, we are going. We are covering 2016 Suicide Squad. So sh- shall we provide uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody action for them?
1: Oh god. Can I just I, I don't think I've said this enough. Can I just say once again, real quickly, that Bohemian Rhapsody is the worst song ever written. Please
0: stop using it. Carry on. So I'm I'm guessing you did not go see the movie.
1: <laughs> I I have this terrible inner conflict because I want to see the movie. I want to I, I I'm a sucker for We'll use the term VH1 behind the music style stuff.
0: Sure. This is not that. Bruh. Right. This is not that. Dude, if it were up to me, um, especially with your vehemence about the use of that song, I, I really wouldn't bother with it. See, yeah, the the
1: problem is, like, I I like all this stuff, right? Like, I love Straight Outta Compton. I'm going to watch The Dirt, all of this. I want to watch this movie. I do. I'm curious about the Queen story as watered down as I heard it is. The problem is the whole movie is going to be full of Queen music. Mm -hmm. And that's just something I have to get over before watching it.
0: Indeed. But meanwhile, um, yeah, we're, we're going to do our best with a trailer here, folks, because not for nothing, don't really want to have to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody when ah. the point is to try and get you the trailer of the movie. So we'll see what we can do. And here's what we came up with. Here's to honor among thieves. We almost pulled it off.
2: All my friends are heathens, take it slow. Despite what? Everybody thought. Wait for them to ask you who you know. They're gonna blame us for the whole thing.
1: We're the patsies. Don't forget. <clears throat> We're the bad guys.
0: We've all heard the stories of Samson leveling a temple with a single push.
1: With a Philistine weapon of mass destruction named Goliath. The next war will be fought with these meta-humans. Please don't fall for.
2: Ours or theirs? I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet. This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad.
1: Look at the pretty lights.
2: To do something that'll get you killed. You might want to work on your team motivation thing. You heard of Phil Jackson? Yeah.
0: He's like the gold standard, okay? Triangle, bitch. Alright, 2016 American superhero film, based on, of course, the DC Comics supervillain team of the same name. And this is directed by David Ayer, stars Will Smith, Jared Leto, Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman, Viola Davis, Jai Courtney, Jay Hernandez, Adwale, Akininue, Agbaje, uh, Ike, Barinholtz, Scott Eastwood, and Cara Delvinier. And where we're at here, folks, is one year after Superman's death... Um, we've got Amanda Wallace here um I'm sorry Amanda Waller who is played by Viola Davis uh has convinced the government to assemble this you know crazy task force right they're just basically going to use these supervillains who are as dysfunctional as they are you know, if everything works, great, we just put them in and extract them, and if anything goes to hell, hey, we just blame it on the bad guys, and it's a win-win. We get this uh, weird, um, basically, we get this kind of, like, weird witch who gets involved in it, uh, in some kind of sideways thing, and... Uh, The Joker gets kind of loosed in this as well because Harley Quinn plays such a big deal. But the real star of the show is Deadshot, played by Will Smith. He's kind of the lead here. And he, of course, is uh, captured by, um, back in the day, captured by Batman. This is, of course, where um, Batman is... uh, in the movie, primarily. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of why we're talking about it. This movie goes downhill fast, and it and it's doesn't seem to ever hit rock bottom. There is no rock bottom for this movie. Um, perhaps maybe the credits. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of this movie, Blaine. I'm... <laughs> And after watching it again, I'm still not a fan.
1: Now, did you, uh, I think we do got to bring up, did you watch the theatrical or the extended?
0: Oh, no, I wasn't going to watch the extended again. Um, Or not not watch the extended. I watched the theatrical because I went and saw it in the theater. And then I watched the theatrical because I didn't want to put any extra time into it.
1: I watched the extended and I would have to go back and watch the theatrical to like tell you the differences because this is not this is not a huge repeated watch movie for me. I I can guess without any real discussion. I liked it more than Matt. I might have liked it as much as Tim.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, and full disclosure, Um, For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time or are newer to the show, we did cover this back when it came out in 2016, back in August, and I gave it a 1.75 at that time, and Tim gave it a 3. I can comfortably say personally that I would not change my rating, which is to say that it's not worse this time around, but it's just not better. (laughs)
1: Like, my my wife, uh, when we finished watching the movie, uh, I forget what she said, but it, it spawned the, the the statement from me. She's like... I, what I said was, it feels like this movie, like, kind of the DC trend, at least with what we're talking about so far, is it... I, I, I get the general feeling it's kind of like, okay, this scene was shot by this crew, by this... Like totally different and then we take the actors and we move them over here and a completely different team creates this scene and those two teams that are creating scenes didn't talk to each other like it um the word just disjointed seems i think i use that with batman v superman i gotta use that with this one too it just i get the overall feeling of disjointed and then my wife put me on the spot she's like can you give me an example and i said no
0: so I, I can here's two examples, Batman okay. and Joker. They are two completely disjointed aspects of this film, like they are physically shoehorned in to boost the uh relevance factor to the rest of the DCU and to make Margot Robbie uh, Margot Robbie's character of Harley Quinn somehow more prescient to the film. And uh, and, and of course Bruce Wayne i oh, sorry Batman's supposed to make Deadshot more prescient and then Joker is supposed to make more make uh Harley more prescient to the film it, and instead of just letting their character shine through based on the strength of their characters they do other things and at least with Batman it's smaller which I think makes it work better and it's more of a valid point to have batman because they're truly tying it into something where batman was in it was in the uh right. was in the movie before this film and batman is in the movie after this film.
1: Yeah, and, and the flash caught the captain boomer um, you know you know the 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 Tom Hardy knockoff Jai Courtney I, I feel bad for saying it. I don't think it's Jai. Am I saying that right, Jai? Yeah, Jay. Jai,
0: whatever. whatever. Jai Courtney I
1: don't is. think it's Courtney's fault that he's the low rent Tom Hardy. It just kind of happened. In fact, wasn't this movie? Wasn't Tom Hardy supposed to be in this movie and got replaced by Jai Courtney? Do you remember? It, it's like entirely. It,
0: it is entirely possible that he was supposed to be. I'm hang on. Let me. Let me pull it up here. Yeah,
1: I can't remember if yeah. that was a real
0: story or just something in my head. But
1: yeah. while you're looking that up, I'm just yeah. going to say I I enjoyed the cast. I don't think casting was a problem in this, except maybe the Empress was a little, I don't know. When you're trying to create this lady that the Empress uh, uh, inhabits and you're supposed to feel sympathy for the original lady. I don't know if you want that amount of resting bitch face on her. It works very good as an empress, as an evil witch. She she, I thought, had a good look for that. But I up until this second did not realize. That when I started talking about the cast, I would start with that. That did not seem like the most important thing to me. But what did you find out about uh, Tom Hardy and Jay Courtney?
0: Okay, so yeah, so Jay, Jay, Courtney. No, I'm not seeing that. The actual, here, hang on, let me, let me, the actual guy I think of as discount Tom Hardy, who is, and I'm going to send you this, I'm, gonna... I'm about to plop in a link here. There's your Wikipedia link. Uh, pull that up, there you go. So that is Logan Marshall Green of such films as Prometheus, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Upgrade, that is your discount Tom Hardy right there.
1: Holy shit, that's that's more Tom Hartney. Hawkeye.
0: Oh, I can't <laughs> talk,
1: which is good, because I set aside a chunk of my Sunday to talk. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, no,
1: that is like, like, that is like, you know we we need a look alike. This is the guy, right? That like, is exactly yes. Is-
0: I when I, I and that's why I was saying like I consider him to be discount Tom Hardy because and and you look at him especially in the movies if you and Upgrade's a decent flick. I would highly recommend you check out Upgrade. Um, he, he he is definitely extremely reminiscent, and so that's why I don't lean into Jai Courtney as much as for discount Tom Hardy, but no, I'm not finding anything about him having been, uh, anything other than just, yeah. It says here, it could
1: have just been one of those rumors that, yeah, you know, it says here,
0: start. uh, that from the M- from empire and, uh, uh, let's see here from the movie, uh, from the magazine oh, I, empire. It says here that, uh, about his role, Courtney stated, quote, he is an absolute boggin in the purest sense. David Ayer's first instruction was, quote, find your inner shitbag, end quote. All right. That's that's about all I can find out about that, so. All right. At any rate, so we can agree that the film in and of itself is not super strong. But Yes,
1: it has flaws
0: it flaws it, i think we can agree that it has flaws now that being said that being said we are not here to run the merits of this film on its own we are here to run the merits of this film within the context of batman's limited appearance but it's more than just a cameo it's not it's not like the uh, it, it's not like the Wolverine cameo in X-Men First Class, right, where they walk in and Hugh Jackman's at the bar, and they're like, excuse me, we'd like to ask you to go fuck yourselves, and they just turn around and walk out. That's a cameo. Right. I, I've got right, to right. give Batman a small role. Batman gets status of small role. I'd even, I, I'm even willing to concede glorified cameo. Um, but he does appear in the film for what would we say about a total of four minutes?
1: We think if you include the post-credit scene, it's probably four minutes max.
0: Okay, so we're getting so yeah, and we get him in full Batman regalia, and we get him in regular Bruce Wayne gear. So we're getting him in we're getting him both ways, and for a few minutes for sure. So that means we do get to, at at its barest bones, we do get to count this as a Batman movie. And on that...
1: And and yes, we did have a debate about that (laughs) off air several times, (laughs) trying to decide if, A, we wanted to watch it again, which I was more in favor of than you. This is And do we include this as part of... A mini series called "Last Batman Standing."
0: Right, and, and now the
1: standard has been set. It has. must be on screen with a speaking line,
0: for lines, at least three plural. minutes. Yes,
1: lines. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. That that apparently is if 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 Batman is in a movie, it must be. We have our minimums now.
0: Yeah, do you get talked about? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but. And and again, as much as it was shoehorned in, it does add story, and it does use the story, especially in the credit scene, to build to the next film.
1: And and that's clearly how it won its Academy Award. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. We we can't
1: right. talk about Suicide Squad and not talk about the Academy Award winning comic book movie
0: that's right best makeup and hairstyling y'all best makeup and hairstyling just for those of you who are wondering where it could have possibly won and that is that is where um all right so in the room no
1: they're not talking about harley quinn's makeup i saw that meme enough to think like oh you people are idiots
0: There, were, you there's know, a lot of, like, I mean, well, maybe not the makeup, but the hairstyling. There's, that's two ponytails and clearly a little, uh, and some box dye. I mean, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, but, I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I enjoyed Margot Robbie's makeup. I enjoyed a lot of Margot Robbie in I,
0: this movie. I'm pretty sure quite a lot of men and women enjoyed a lot of Margot Robbie in this film.
1: Well, there was a lot of Margot Robbie exposed in this film.
0: But if you'd like to really enjoy the full exposure of Margot Robbie, I highly recommend Wolf of Wall Street. Just for whatever that's worth. If you'd like the more PG version of that then uh do the uh oh gosh. The the big short. You can get a The Big Short. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can get yeah, she's she's in a tub in that movie, uh, Bubble Bath. Ah. So, no full exposure, but enough to give you the uh an idea anyway uh yeah, so the good news is the first the, the first part of our discussion in this film uh regarding Batman is that we both feel that Affleck did a very good job for his limited appearance yes yes okay so 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 it's not affecting uh our ranking of the Bat men now. Uh, 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 Blaine almost said Tim sorry Blaine made a point that he thought it kind of might have brought Affleck down just kind of a little bit due to his limited appearance in the film but I said that's not his fault <laughs> to which I replied
1: there's a lot of things I say about this movie where, you know it's like I liked this. I wish there was, but it's not his fault. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't blame Margot Robbie, Will Smith, Jared Leto, Jai Courtney. Uh, who else? Uh, the guy who played Croc, who's ne- Mister Echo from Lost, if that helps. Uh, you know, like I don't. Uh, um, we don't blame homies. Scott
0: Eastwood either. I mean, heck, we don't even well, really know who he is. So
1: right, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I think this all might be Scott Eastwood's fault. Actually, you know, I think I think the movie was doing good, and just like Fast and the Furious, they cast Scott Eastwood, and it all go. No, I'm just kidding. I love Fast and the Furious. I I know I'm alone, but whatever. Hobbs and Shaw can't wait.
0: That'll be an interesting one. I'm I'm actually kind. You know what? I'm actually kind of glad that Hobbs and Shaw or Hobbs is it Hobbs and Shaw or Hobbs versus Shaw? Can't remember. Okay, either way, I'm actually kind of glad we're getting this film, because I think it's going to allow for a subset adventure that if it works, we'll get a new franchise to to goof off in.
1: Right. Well, I mean, let's face it. This franchise was dead till they brought The Rock in. And then it got even better, uh, whatever you want to say, when they brought in Statham. And Vin Diesel still sitting in the corner, going like, "Guys, man, everybody calls me Daddy on set." It's like, no, they no. It's just that series needs to fix the Vin Diesel problem, just like this series needs to
0: fix the the DC problem. Yeah, it's a DC problem. Yeah,
1: like if. I don't know. I it's pure speculation on my part, but it just feels like they need to fix the suits. Like, okay, like like let's hire a fucking composer instead of playing the most random iPod shuffle playlist for a sa- second. Yeah, Can but we see, talk about the soundtrack?
0: Can we talk about the soundtrack? No, no, we don't need to talk about soundtrack. And here's why. Because we already did talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. Second of all. Mm. Second of all, the suits have Fair. kind of stepped in the right direction because we now know that James Gunn is doing the next one. So we are going to, and I believe, see now he you is say doing, that's
1: a step in the right direction.
0: I believe that you, yes, it is. You know why? Because it's a step out of the hole that they're in. So that is a step in the right direction. Um, but why did I'm, it take
1: four movies to leave the Zack Snyder? Thing and convert all the way over to... But I they're mean, not. not I mean, if you Marvel, think about they're it... They're going to be Marvel it, it, knockoffs. That's okay. Just, and you hire a famous Marvel director? Like, you are aiming to be the, Mar- the low-rent Marvel movies now.
0: But that's just and- it, though. They, they, a low-rent Marvel movie is better than what we've been getting collectively. Um, and I'm not here to blame... To, I mean, wherever you want to say suits are involved... Um, you know, it's the director's fault. It's the writer's fault. It's the producer's fault. There's too much, uh, you know, there's not enough characters. There's too many. No, no, no. We, we, at this point there is a problem and they've recognized the problem. They made a great snag, uh, in gun because I think he's also going to help write. So I think that will, uh, help things. And because of all the refreshes that are happening at this point, We get to distance this new Suicide Squad movie from everything else. And since we're getting something that's going to be distanced from everything else, it doesn't have to be low-rent Marvel, and it doesn't have to be what the DCEU was. This literally gets a chance to truly be its own thing. And the simple fact that we'd already stepped away from previous directors by moving in with David Ayer for this one is already telling of that. So I think we're so I'm so I'm excited either way. But to bring it all the way back around, hard swing here to our ranking of the Batman, we're still in good shape in terms of Clooney's at the bottom, correct? Yep. And Kilmer with his asterisk is right on top. Ugly. And then Wes. Yes? No? Yes? Yeah, yeah okay. it's... And, and then it's Bale. Every hey, time no, this you is say, how we're doing it. Hey, this is how we're doing it. I know, it. I know,
1: but every time you say West, I always feel shitty that he's further down. Like, like, I feel like he should be higher, but we've talked about him. This is where it landed, right?
0: It is where it landed. And then um, Christian Bale, and then Ben Affleck, and then Michael Keaton. Yes. All right. So our list of the actors portraying Batman has not changed. And... We shall find out whether or not it will. Um, all right. That so
1: said. I, I don't think I would mind if West and Bale traded spots, but that's I don't know. I don't know. We're, I are we mind, gonna have, not we're already going
0: to have to have this uh, out in the in the next episode.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh,
0: um, I, I guess I yeah, can't remember no, how I, we're copping out on that one yet, but we will. All right. So then will. getting to the movies. <laughs> Get, getting to the movies. We, we agree. <laughs> We agree that Batman and Robin is still the worst, right? Yes. Okay. Batman and Robin. Still the worst. Okay. Is Suicide Squad better than Batman Forever? I think so. Mm.
1: See, this is what I've been curious about with this. Where... Where is your line? Where are you stopping? Because I know I'm going to take this movie higher up the rank than you.
0: You're, you're already going to have a fight at this point. So you feel that it's better. I'm, I'm, I'm just, for, for shits and giggles at this point, do you feel it's better than Batman 66? No. I'm willing to concede Batman forever then. Yeah, no. I I don't uh, agree. I don't personally agree that Batman Forever is worse than Suicide Squad, but at this point in the list, with as low as these movies have become, I am willing to concede Batman Forever, providing Suicide Squad does not go higher than that. <laughs> and fair so, enough, fair since enough. you have since you have said that it will not go higher than that, <laughs> I'm I'll I'll, I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. All right, so for, fine. Batman for, Forever. For me, the,
1: the main comparison is, like, the characters in Batman Forever. I just, I think we have... No,
0: I better understand, but remember, char- I'm not we're saying ranking we got better this actors. on Batman, not the rest of the movie.
1: I... I th- well, then you're asking me, did Ben Affleck do better with his three minutes than Val Kilmer did with a whole movie? And I got to say yes.
0: Look, I don't <laughs> care what you say. I'll get drive through <laughs> is the best goddamn opening line to a Batman movie in the history of Batman movies.
1: It's really I'll, not.
0: Be as mad as you want about that <laughs> and his ugly mug wraparound cowl or whatever.
2: But either oh, way. Really?
0: All right, so Suicide Squad. All right, and then... All right, so then that's where Suicide Squad lands, which then leaves us with Batman 66, uh, Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition, because we had to clarify that.
1: Yeah, because if we, if we went with the... like. I'm not saying we should do it, but it's kind of interesting to think like if we went with the theatrical versions, these movies would move.
0: Well, <laughs> um, and a, there could, and again, and there could. and again, I might. I guess I'm going to now have to go and watch the extra 13 minutes because maybe if I had watched the 13 minutes, I'd be more inclined to agree with you. I know I that so. my Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition completely changed the way I thought of Batman v Superman. So, to I be- don't think this extended version is going to do that. Okay, well then, <laughs> I was trying to give you something to work with, but that's fine. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Um, well, I mean,
1: I I'm just uh, this whole time I've just been avoiding a certain topic. So,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh-huh.
0: all right, I'm almost uh-huh. done. I'm uh-huh. almost done writing uh-huh. here. And then... <laughs> All right, so then our new list is, uh, at the bottom, Batman and Robin, second to last, Batman Forever, then Suicide Squad, moving up the list, Batman 66, Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition, Batman Begins, Batman Returns, Dark Knight Rises, and then still in contention for the top spot, Batman 89, or the dark knight which
1: and we we need to set aside probably a large amount of time to hash that one out
0: i suppose we will there but can be only one there can be only one but i feel like i feel like we get to put this off personally i feel like we get to put that discussion off until next year the reason why yeah. is because as to our knowledge beyond the batman which is supposed to come out next year um, there are no other Batman movies in production at this point. And so our list will be 100% complete, as complete as it can be, uh, because the series won't be over, because the next time that there's a Batman movie that comes out, we'll obviously be doing another Last Batman Standing. But the series will be completely caught up at that point, and we will have to truly maintain which one is the number one spot. So, Right. Anyhow, so that is where we are at. And, I don't know, anything else you want to say before we bring weird announcer guy back? Yeah, I
1: didn't hate Leto's Joker. I liked it quite a bit.
0: (sighs) (laughs) I felt... Okay, I won't say I hated it. I just felt that they swung the pendulum a little too hard in the other direction. I... That's all. I I think they... I I think that... And I think what really hurt them with swinging the pendulum so hard, pendulum so hard in that direction, or in the other direction, in any other direction than what we've had, is... Subconsciously, whether or not people, people want to admit it or not, coming off Heath Ledger, and watching Lex Luthor pretend to be Joker in the previous movie just put a bad taste yeah. in everybody's mouth. And uh, so, so I will say that I don't hate his version of Joker. Um, I do agree with you, as you have said in the past, that he was the, the Joker for the Millennials. Um, I, I, and but whether, whether or not you're half-joking yeah. or not... Whatever I just well, I'm I not see... joking
1: at all. It is legit. To uh, me, it's millennial Joker. Like it. It's like yes, the Joker used to be M and M, but now he's more like Takashi six nine. Like it.
0: <laughs> and and coincidentally, both of them are in jail. So what are you gonna do? M um, and M's in jail. No, the Joker and Takashi. Oh, okay. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Uh, you no, know, no, but uh, but I do think I I just really think they in in an effort to completely make this Joker so brand new, um, they um, they 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 just kind of overdid it, and I think it backfired. So I I I can I can at least say I don't hate it, but it's it's not it, it was not a well done version of the Joker.
1: I now I want to dissect that a little bit because the show's over. Fair enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what there's a reason because now the show's over.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no i i really i really just wanted to bring it up at the end because I could see this. You know what I'm saying. I didn't want to derail everything, but the 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 question I have for you is. Is it the character as in the script? Is it the actor? Is it the direction? Like, what do you, like... If I'm we going were, to like, go
0: with... Okay, I'm going to go with the finished product. Because, a court, I, I mean, if we take Leto at his word, there's a lot missing. There's a lot on the cutting room floor. and I, and I, I, like I don't know how much of that cutting room floor footage was found in the extended version
1: i feel like that's where the majority of the footage uh, the, the majority of it is 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 the extended joker scenes
0: okay so they just okay and do you feel like it improved the joker at all no but it's not his fault <laughs> see so now i'm left with so now i'm left with just finished product because again i didn't watch i guess i should have just resigned myself to it and watched the stupid extended version. So my bad on that, but
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> there wasn't going to be any more Batman in it. I wasn't watching it for suicide squad. I was watching it for Batman and the 13 extra minutes of footage did not indicate that we going to be, there was going to be any more Batman in the movie. Right. So <clears throat> I didn't feel the need to watch it. Um, uh, but I
1: respect that. <laughs>
0: um, okay. It's, I I did not appreciate, what I did not like was the attempt at world building with the Joker. Because the world building they were trying to do with the Joker makes him out to be something that he's not. which Which is trying to influence others so i guess you could say it's the character joker does what he does for himself and for batman if there is collateral damage so be it if he's able to use someone akin to harley quinn to his advantage in doing so then so be it but that's not what's happening here they're trying to create this weird um, they're trying to create this weird romance where it doesn't exist. And I'm not saying that there isn't a certain kind of tension that happens in the dynamic that is Joker and Harley Quinn. And if you actually take a look at Batman Animated Series, which we can't really do because it's not part of this world... You it's can not a see- movie. <laughs> and it's not a movie. <laughs>
2: um,
0: you can see where that tension exists, but the tension doesn't have anything to do with the way they operate as criminals. It's how they act within the bounds of a relationship. And it doesn't play into master plans. It doesn't play into the way that movies or the plots would work. Um, It's just true character development that shows another side or another facet to the character that allows you to build on them and they and that's something that can be done in TV hence why it works better in animated series for example than it would mm-hmm. here and so here it kind of turns joker into some kind of deus ex machina and so yes and so it's bad character work combined with the flash in the pan of the makeup and the styling and the appearance um that then is just kind of used as a shock factor to get you to see this as not any other joker that you've ever seen before, but you can do that by having the character be better rounded. And that is not just story work, but also dialogue and writing and the dialogue in the movie. It does nothing to serve the universe and it barely serves the story. It's more or less just a plot device. So I right. don't like the Joker in this movie. Um, I feel that the look and the style of the Joker, in terms of makeup, styling, wardrobe, is as you say more millennial. And I don't hate that. I don't hate on it at all. Um, I, I, I like. Honestly, I actually like the look of the, like his grill. And everything, I thought that was actually <laughs> kind of. I did. I thought that was kind of a fun touch. Yeah. Um, I thought the tattoos and stuff were a bit much, you know. But whatever. Um. Right. It, it's just yeah. So so that is where that that is what it is. So I don't hate Jared Leto's right. Joker, and I don't think Jared Leto himself did a necessarily a piss poor job, and he still maintains that he. You know, the the best parts are gone. And I don't know. You say 13 minutes of footage didn't help so much. So I don't know. See, um, the
1: thing with the, with the Joker in this movie as a whole is um, for the most part, um, I know this is a broad generalization, but they could probably cut out every scene he's in. Uh, it would take a little writing and a little finesse to, you know, you can't just like straight edit. But they could probably cut every scene except for the last one when he blows through the wall. And I don't think it would change the overall movie for good or ill. I don't think it'd make it better. I don't think it'd make it worse. He was, like you say, just there. And, I mean, like, you know, let's call this movie what it was. You know, we all, I don't know if DC ever announced it, but... It seemed pretty obvious that the this was all supposed to build up to a Justice League versus Suicide Squad thing. Um, but, yeah, it just... Uh, it, it made me want to see a real uh, Batman versus Joker movie with Joker and Harley Quinn. Like, it, it that's what it made me want to see. And... That's yeah. I, I I would still be interested in that, but I don't think we're going to get the same actors' character right. Like we're <laughs> DC is changing everything again,
0: right? And, and honestly, I, I mean, I know that well, it's the an identity new crisis. Joaquin, I get b- it. But but with the but with the Joker in and of itself, like the new Joaquin Phoenix film that's coming out. Now we have no idea if there's any form or fashion of Batman going to come into play in this film or not
1: if he's going to have at least more than one line right at no least i mean if any form of backstory yeah, we have no <laughs> yeah
0: we have no idea if anything you know but yeah that's the kind of place where you do your character work your building work you create that kind of romance and then if and then if it's an in universe kind of a thing even if it's just a one off right even if it's just a one off yeah. That becomes your foundation to do the deus ex machina stuff that you see in Su- Suicide Squad. So,
2: right at
0: any rate. So yes, yeah. So that's uh, where we're at, and and that's where it will be. So,
2: all right. Yeah. Well
0: then, I guess it's time to bring the uh, weird announcer dude back. What do you
2: say? Might as well.
0: All right. Come on back, weird announcer guy.
2: This has been. Another episode of Discussions with Matt and Tim, featuring Blaine, where Matt and Blaine were doing their continuing series in Last Batman Standing, covering Suicide Squad. Tune in next time when Matt and Blaine will cover the final film to date in the Batman franchise with Justice League. Thank you again for listening to Discussions with Matt and Tim.
0: Uh, Yes, thank you, Weird Announcer Guy. Totally appreciate all that hard work you're doing there. So, as he noted, next week we will be doing the final film. Well, to date. We'll be most up to date in our last Batman standing. We are going to do 2017's Justice League. And it will be interesting to see what happens. Will we have the final showdown between Batman 89 and the Dark Knight. Will Justice League somehow manage to take the top spot. And we won't have to worry about it. <laughs> no. Um, Pat. <laughs> but you can find out by tuning in next week. Same Bat Time. Same Bat Channel. And uh, yeah I don't know. So uh, <laughs> did you have any last things you want to add before we do the spiel sir?
1: Oh my god. Record scratch. Freeze frame. Yep. That's me. You're probably wondering how I got myself in this situation.
0: Uh, Oh shit. Indeed. All right. Well then, how about it, sir? Shall we do the spiel? Spiel on! All right. Well, the music you've been listening to, as always, has been brought to us by our music partners, Cries of Solace. You can check them out at reverbnation.com and facebook.com both/slash Cries of Solace. As for us, we have, of course the SLS Cast. You can find us at slscast.com. You can send us an email to the show at slscast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the SLS Cast. follow me. This is Matt on Twitter at netto12345. You can of course come aboard. That information super I would track down Tim on Twitter. If that's your heart's desire, Blaine, is there anywhere that anybody can find you?
1: Oh, this week, let's go with SoundCloud. Soundcloud SoundCloud.com forward slash that guy. playing L-A-I-N. No E. (laughs) I realized I have to say that. Uh. Now, if I tell people to punch my name into things, it's B-L-A-I-N, profit with Spellblank.
0: Outstanding. <laughs> and, of course, don't forget, you can always subscribe to us on iTunes and our favorite Sunsetger Radio, as well as track us down in the old SoundCloud and other podcast directories. If you'd like to support the show, please head on over to Patreon.com and check us out over there. And so until next week, this is Matt saying that thanks to Joel Kinneman, the real Colonel Briggs, I get to say this. I've hurt people unnecessarily when it was about my own insecurities, but you have to make those mistakes to become a better person.
1: Party on, dudes.
0: Thanks again for listening to the SLS Cast with your hosts, Matt and Tim. You can find us over at slscast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at the SLS Cast. You can send us an email to the show at slscast.com. And of course, you can always subscribe to us on iTunes and or favorite us on Stitcher Radio. Thanks again for listening.